Because literally, if you were to compare what a bad girl is, if you were to take all those traits and like put it on a man, that's just a boy being a boy. Right. You know? Ooh. It's like, what is up with that? Mm-hmm. So this is just a girl being a girl. Let us live. All right? We're different. Mm-hmm. There's some girls that want to be quiet and there's some girls that want to be loud and proud. Mm-hmm. And just because we're loud doesn't mean that we need to be shamed for it because there's something wrong with us. Fuck Amen. that. Fuck that. I'm sorry. I'm not going to actually apologize for my power. Nope. Like, I'm just not. Nope. Hi. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. You want to know why it's going so good? Um, yeah. Why is it going so good? Like, so good. <laughs> like, why is it going so... No, I'm like, what's... Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's a special somebody's birthday coming oh up in a couple God, of days. <laughs> and I don't know. I was really like, waiting <laughs> for like, you what? to say something. <laughs> I was like, hey, what's going so, on? I don't know. It's so exciting to me. I mean, it is pretty exciting, guys. Good day. My, my birthday is coming up. Yes. It's going to be on this Saturday. You know, so I feel like that's very exciting times. Like, we're doing fun things. For sure. You know? It's a always, it's always, a, a birthday week is always a fun week. It is. You know, like, and I don't know if everyone agrees. I think everyone probably does. It's like your birthday week and like your friend's birthday week. Because when, when it's my friend's birthday week, I'm like, it's basically like it's mine. We're just going to get <laughs> fucked up and have the best time. We're going to do whatever you want to do. Right. <laughs> we're just partying it up and it's going to be great. <laughs> It's so true, though. And, I mean, yeah, I feel like I love to celebrate my people's birthdays. I know that some people don't like to celebrate. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, sadly, it's because they were – they never got – nobody's ever really made them feel exactly. special on their birthday. You know? And that makes me sad. And I don't ever want the people in my life to feel like they're not special. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I feel like everyone should celebrate being alive. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, clearly – you have a purpose if you're here, so why would you downplay your purpose like that? You deserve to be celebrated. For real. You know, and if, if like your family didn't do that growing up, that doesn't mean that you can't build that tradition for yourself, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Even if you just do things on your own. Like, I don't know, life is so crazy and so hard. If you made it through another year, like, fuck yeah, that's something to celebrate, especially mm-hmm. like during the pandemic, like, I don't know. Absolutely, Life is just crazy. being Even alive. before the pandemic, it was hard and crazy. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Life is something to celebrate. Yeah. And if you only do it once a year, you better You better it. go hard. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I think people should celebrate themselves every fucking day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but our society makes it just so hard, you know? People yeah. just feel like they don't probably don't even have time for that shit. Mm-hmm. We gotta make time. You really do. And I'm going to make some time. I told yeah, Maya, well, like, <laughs> obviously we have birthday festivities, but this year I was like, I am going to take the best bath ever in my new bathroom for my birthday. So I was like, I'm going to walk on over to Whole Foods and just get a bunch of fancy bath stuff. And yes. I did. Um, and I'm just so excited. Like that's like a self-care activity that I'm like looking forward to this week. It's going to just start me off right. Yes. For my birthday week. Yes. And this week is all about you. So oh, it's all about you. me and the people I love. You know? Yeah. Well, you were born, so. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I was born. <laughs> and, like, you're 
the reason why some of us are all together. You know what I mean? It's true. So, that's but... something to celebrate, too. Yeah, you're right. You know, like, I everybody know. has their own time. Like, you shine in it, boo-boo. Oh, <laughs> thanks. And it's extra special because I was telling Maya this year on my birthday, um, the moon is going to be in my moon sign, too. And, like, that doesn't always happen, you guys. Like, if you don't understand, like, transits like that. You know, the chances of your sun, like, your birthday and your moon sign being in that same sign when you were born, like, happening. It doesn't happen every year, obviously. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm having my sun and my moon return at this sa- on the same day. Yes. So Just special. like when I was born. It's extra special. I know. It's pretty cool. It's so fun. <laughs> And we're going to the Alina Baraz concert. Yes. If you guys don't know who she is, check her out. But yeah, my bestie surprised me. He, 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 yeah. And I'm just so excited. Yeah, she has a voice of an angel. I'm very excited. Well, anyway, enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> Even though my Leo Mars is like, more, more. Right. She's like, do I really have to stop? <laughs> uh, let's get into our first topic of the day. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Scorpio season. Mm-hmm. And even though we talked about my birthday, this is different because it's about Scorpios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of them. Mm-hmm. What is a tip that you would give people? For Scorpio season. Yes. Okay, I had two tips. But my first one is I want people to get in touch with their body. Mm. I feel like. <laughs> you want them to touch them too? Yes. <laughs> if that's what it calls for. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like Virgo and Libra energy can sometimes be like shameful. And uh-huh. like they can be like embarrassed sometimes around their sexual desires or like asking for what they want. And that's definitely not the case for Scorpio. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like I want people to bask in that energy of like, you know, give me what I want, like feel on my body. And like, maybe that means, you know, you doing something new with your partner. Maybe it does mean Mm -hmm. you pleasing yourself in a new way. Or I think it could even mean like getting physical in a new way, like taking on a new exercising thing or something. You know what I mean? As long as you feel like you're in touch with your body and you're kind of like touching on your body, I think that's like good. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's my first and main tip. I like that. I like season. that a lot. I mean, a lot to do with intimacy. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, so my tip is I want you guys, when you find something out, to let it brew a little bit. Mm. I think a lot of people can actually be really impulsive during Scorpio season, especially the non-Scorpios. Like, we live with that energy, so we have it figured out. But other people during Scorpio season, I've noticed, get really reactive um and they find something out and they just don't know what to do with it or how to deal with it and they just freak out (laughs) and i think it would be really beneficial if everyone just let it brew like you know what i mean sit there let it brew before you figure out what you want to do with it yeah it's the smart decision (laughs) and you'll feel better about it and you'll feel more in control that way too yeah so don't be reacting just because you know you find something out or you hear something. Right. Just because it's feeling intense and you want it to take over, don't let it take over. Yeah. I've definitely fallen victim to this. Yeah. <laughs> it can get dark real quick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I feel like sometimes, like, the self-sabotaging tendencies will come out too. You know what I'm oh, saying? Absolutely. I mean, let's be honest. You know what I mean? Like, Mars. Like, you know, people are willing to, like, all is fair and love and war. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I feel like people start making rash decisions, you know? And 
then the repercussions of that will be a lot of guilt. So I don't want you guys to feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let the information just brew a little bit. Yes. Kind of like Taurus, you know? Be a little patient with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that because, mm-hmm. yeah, I've definitely struggled with that in the past, Scorpio <laughs> The energy is intense. It you know is. what I mean? Like, And it goes back to your point, too. Like, it's intense, like, you know what I mean, intimacy, and it's also intense power. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Intense sexual desires. Mm-hmm. Intense just, like, wanting things. Like, you just want things. You know, you're thirsty for it. <laughs> the passion is there. Um, and I think – a lot of times people suppress that part of themselves. So when Scorpio season comes, it just starts pouring out mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do with it, which I understand can be very scary, but also it's a powerful time if you learn how to direct that energy. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that tip. That's oh, a good one. It's oh, good. a good one. Okay. My other one, my other one is I want people, because I feel like I always do this, to explore something that kind of scares you. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like Mm -hmm. around this time you always convince me to watch like a scary movie or something that I wouldn't normally do, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm a better person for that, you know? So like maybe just like people do something that they're a little scared of or something that seems like offbeat that you you wouldn't normally think that you would like. I I love that actually. I love that because again, doing something like that it takes some energy off of you. You know what I mean? And like, I feel like during Scorpio season, there's a lot of high energy in the air. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a way to kind of release that again, it could feel like a very intense few weeks. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Come up in sad season. Like what happened? No, for real. But then it's bad because you could distract yourself during sad season and even just double down on it and be more of a little, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, partying like not thinking about shit you know oh for sure and then here comes capricorn season with new year's resolutions and that's when you really start thinking about what the fuck did i get into the past three months right because you really know it really started with libra seasons ho ass right Scorpio season is supposed to be that buffer between Libra and Sag season. You know what I mean? Where, yes, let's do a little bit of the hard work. Yeah, so you can enjoy yourself during Sag season. You know what I mean? A lot of the holidays, you know? Mm-hmm. You really want to be living your best life during Sag season. But if you don't do the work during Scorpio season and you don't have that buffer between Libra season, it's just going to be a mess. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about a quote or a saying or like a poem or even a phrase that you personally live by what oh my like, gosh something that inspires okay this is you. like one of those questions that it's like I obviously have a lot of answers yeah. to but then like when someone asks you you're like what like which one do I pick you right know what I mean? <laughs> so I had to think about it and I was like I'm just gonna go with what has been just as of recently been something I've been following or a quote that I've been living by mm-hmm. it's more so a rhetorical question mm-hmm. but um it just really put a lot of things into perspective for me during Mercury Retrograde. Mm. Um, and it's, do you want to be happy or do you want to be right? Uh. And I honestly have been using this to not be so reactionary a lot in the past few weeks. And I feel like a lot of times I did want to be right. And I still probably do. I think 
I mean, I don't know if all humans are like that. A lot of the ones I've met, we all want to be right. You know, it feels good to be right. Um, And sometimes it's like, for what though? You know what I mean? Is it worth that argument? Is it worth you like prolonging this conversation so you could prove that you were right? Like, is all of that worth it? And sometimes I just want to be happy. You know, like I was happy and then maybe a conversation happened. Like, am I going to give away my happiness just to prove that I'm right? Like, no, I want to continue to be happy so I can live with that intention, you know? Mm -hmm. And I've just been loving that. It's so easy for me to just take a step back and be like, yeah, I could be right right now. But like, I really just want to be happy. Right. (laughs) I actually love that. Protecting my peace. I actually love that. Thanks. Because, yeah, at the end of you proving yourself right. It takes a lot of energy, It dude. takes a lot of energy out of you. The person's probably mad at the end or annoyed. Right. You're annoyed, too. Like, and for what? Like, you ruined what was normally a happy time. Absolutely. And, like, even, okay, let's say that I still try to prove my point and they're not mad. Still, like, you just never know how a conversation's going to go. For you sure. know? So it's like, I don't even want to take that risk because I'm so happy right now. Yeah. You know? And a lot of times I feel like I didn't make that decision. I was like, I don't care. I'm just going to lead with my emotions and I'm going to prove you wrong. It's like, uh, okay, so what did that do for you though? Like, you didn't do shit for me. Yeah. I just wanted my ego to feel good for like two seconds. Right. And then I'm going to go into like a sad state because I feel anxious about how that conversation went. Yeah. You know, like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I feel like, especially for other people too, because sometimes I think they say, they get bold around other people. You know? (laughs) Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I feel like they... And it's easy for you to like bring in their energy to you if you were to kind of catch that bait. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like all whatever. I'll let someone else deal with you today. I'm like in a good mood. No. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Whereas if I were to take that super personally, I would feel like it's my obligation to prove them wrong and be right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just don't want to take shit personally anymore. Right. Because it's draining. It really fucking is. Like you said. Most of the time, it ain't fucking worth it. It's really not. Yeah. You just got to have a reality that's worth fighting for. And, like, I love my reality that I've created for myself by being a calm person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to give away my power that easily anymore. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, My... One of my absolute favorite quotes is, um, well-behaved women seldom make history. Yes. It's in my Instagram bio. Because I feel like I live, I truly live by this quote. Because I feel like in society, I feel like women have always been told to like be quiet or people try and make it seem like if you sit there and be nice and follow all the rules, that's how change happens. Like, no, that has never, ever been how change has happened, especially in fucking America. You know what I mean? And I feel like as women and especially as like a black woman, like a person of color, you know what I mean? Like we extra have to fight hard, you know? And yeah, people are going to say like, oh, you're being disobedient or you're being not well behaved. And it's like, fuck you, then I don't want to be well-behaved. I want to be bad. I want to be angry. I want to be mad. You know? Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely agree, and I love that quote. 
um, because at the end of the day, they really just want us women to be scared, you know? And it's like, they tell you, well, if you behave, maybe you'll get everything you want. And it's like, uh, no, that sounds like I'm giving a lot of my power away to you. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want and I'm still going to get what I want. Just because I'm not the type to fold doesn't mean that I'm not going to live an amazing life. Right. And I feel like they don't want us women to know that. They don't want us to ever feel like we can live the life of our dreams without, like, the help of a man. For sure. And I feel like they also want us to think that we're alone in this fight. You know what I mean? They disenfranchise, they disempower other women to think, like, oh, it's just you. You know? But that's so... And also they're, like, succeeding because Mm -hmm. patriarchy has made a lot of women be very competitive with each other. Mm -hmm. And that's how we lose our power. You know what I mean? If we were to all agree about what we wanted for our... You know what I mean? For ourselves in the society, we would be a powerhouse. But because... There's literal women that have been so brainwashed by these misogynistic men. We will never really be able to have the type of power that we were meant to have. You know what I mean? Because there's just so much convincing and learning to do and unlearning. A lot of unlearning. So much unlearning that has to be done. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel like this quote reminds me to keep fighting and keep doing it for other people who may not, who maybe are too scared to speak up on their experiences too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Use your fucking voice Mm -hmm. and like just be wild if you want to be right. you know what i mean like that's ultimately what i want to say is that exactly. like don't let anyone shame you for being loud and for being funky and like you know mm-hmm. what i mean dressing be the wild, way you child. want yeah exactly being a bad girl you know mm-hmm. like whatever the fuck that means yeah because literally if you were to compare what a bad girl is if you were to take all those traits and like put it on a man that's just a boy being a boy right you know Ooh. it's like what is up with that mm-hmm. so this is just a girl being a girl let us live all right we're different Mm-hmm. There's some girls that want to be quiet and there's some girls that want to be loud and proud. Mm-hmm. And just because we're loud doesn't mean that we need to be shamed for it because there's something wrong with us. Fuck Amen. that. Fuck that. I'm sorry, I'm not going to actually apologize for my power. Nope. Like, I'm just not. Nope. Sorry, you were conditioned to think that it was a problem within me because <laughs> it is the furthest thing from that, honey. And I'm sorry <laughs> that you ever thought you would make me feel weird about it like you know what i mean because that is ultimately what bothers them yeah the girls who are like i see what you're trying to do and like it's not working and they're like oh they're shaking in their boots (laughs) (laughs) i was watching megan fox's interview you know i love her sexy that's my (laughs) that's been my girl crush since i was like a teen Mm -hmm. um anyway so you know her machine gun kelly oh my gosh oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i still stand even though like everyone's like oh my god megan what are you doing i'm like that's still my girl i'm gonna support her through her crazy decisions right um but i was watching an interview and i can't say verbatim what she was saying but this is what i heard and there was a lot more to this interview she said the first time her and machine gun kelly met she felt like <laughs> her spirit guides didn't want that. Like, they didn't know that they were going to meet tonight. Like, she said that. And, like, when she saw him, it's like she couldn't even see his face. Like, they couldn't even see each other's faces. And, like, their spirit guides, like, didn't want them to meet. Or, like, not they didn't want them to meet. More like they they didn't know if it was the right time. And, like, we weren't meant to meet that night. Like, some shit like that. Oh, okay. And I was just like, oh, my God. And also in her, like, I think they did that couples interview with GQ Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like they were talking about their signs and like she like she knows how to read bird charts. Oh, okay. Because she was like 
she was like, I know his big three, whatever. And then she was like, and he has a Jupiter rule 12th house. And like, she was like, going okay, in on it. I'm okay. like, okay, so she's like spiritual, spiritual. Yeah. So I want to know what you think of that. Oh my God. I'm fascinated by that. Mostly because, and maybe I'm wrong to think this. Maybe I'm naive to think this. That like the spirits, like they only bring you the people when it's like really time. You know? So the fact that it was like hidden or like being all weird, I'm like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's not the right one. Maybe he wasn't the one, you know? <laughs> no, for But obviously sure. their chemistry is there, you know what yeah. I mean? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, you know? Yeah. That's my original first thought on it. For sure. But okay, this is something that I want to talk about. Has there been times or like nights in your life where you've met people and like time just moved weird and like when you think back on that night, like it just felt something was like, Something crazy was happening. Like, I don't know. Yes, I, maybe okay. I sound crazy, Wait. but y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, it's like, did that happen? And like, you know, just those yes. types of vibes. Yes. And honestly, I have to take back everything that I just said. <laughs> because <laughs> I just remembered. Okay. Remember when we went to Rock the Bells? Yes. That's a concert here in the Bay Area. In the Bay. Okay. So Alex, my boyfriend was there with his oh, yeah. best friend you who was an artist me. that night. Yes. They were also like backstage and I was like, oh my God. So, you know, obviously I could have met the love of my life Yeah, that in that time, but I didn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't the right time. So I totally believe <laughs> that maybe, yeah, they did bring him around and it, it just like, she was like, mm, I'm yeah. not supposed to see you yet because it's not the right time. Right. And yeah, you're so right because Sometimes when you're around these people who you're, like, meant to be with or you just have this karmic connection yeah. or, like, whatever it is. They're not always karmic, but, yeah. you know, your soulmate, karmic. Yeah. Time just moves slow. It feels like, I don't know, your heart. It's an outer body experience yeah. almost. And I feel like, I don't know if you agree, but I feel like it's, like, our souls are doing this dance and, like, I'm going to sound like a cuckoo right now. You guys, no, like, if the people that are listening aren't spiritual, like, I'm sorry, but you should be if you're listening to us. I feel like it's more so our souls interacting than it is our earthly bodies, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, you know? Yes. No, I totally do, because I feel like I was going like this, and the people can't see me, but yeah. that's how I she feel. She was, like, raising her hands Moving and my making hands. these circular motions. Yes. <laughs> because I feel like, yeah, like – you feel the tug and the pull of like your yeah. heart and your soul. It's kind of really intense. It is. It's like, ugh, you know what? I don't, I don't know. Like I'm making weird motions with my body, you guys. <laughs> okay, so full circle. We do believe her because we're just as crazy. Yes. <laughs> Check. Yeah, so um, yeah, we just want to validate you, Megan. Even though everyone's, you know, calling you out for like, you know what I mean, being delusional and him not being the one. Who really knows? You know what I mean? Like, we are not around these people, you know? Mm -hmm. So they might really be soulmates. It's true. You see the chemistry there? It's fucking there. You know? Speaking of hot ass couples, they friends. They friends. (laughs) Courtney and Travis Kravis are Kravis. I'm happy for I'm her. Happy for her like too. they honestly just seem so in love you and do. like I don't know, like it's giving me soulmate vibes, yeah. you know? And like I'm just so happy for her because just from what I've seen 
from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Obviously, again, I don't know these people. It seemed like she has gone through a lot with Scott. And, you know, she held out on marrying him. He would propose to her, and she said no multiple times. And clearly, she wanted to be married to someone who actually, like, respected her and valued her. So I'm happy for her that she found that person that, is willing to give her everything she wants and more. I know. Me too. Because everyone deserves that. 100%. I feel like, again, we don't know these people, but I feel like I see the chemistry and the energy. Mm-hmm. And I love... Her ring is fat. Did I haven't see seen the ring, ring, but I need to look. Oh my God, it's huge. I'm going to look it up right now. But I was going to say, I just love their Martian energy together. I know. Like I love an Aries. I love a Scorpio. It's just Them a good together time. Hair waffle, honey. I know. And then I looked up their moon signs. He has an Aries moon and she has a Capricorn moon. So oh, I was like, wow. Wow, 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 wow. That's, oh, my that's, God. That's power, honey. Oh, my God. There's a lot. Wait, she has a Capricorn moon? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Her moon with his Scorpio sun. Oh, my God. That's that's a lot of hotness and intimacy right? and sex and power. They're gonna, yeah, they're a power couple. Right. And the fact that he has an Aries moon. Yeah. Like, No, it's just ugh, everything. Just, oh, they just. Yeah. Collide, you know? They say if when you have the same moon as someone else's sun, it's a really good soulmate energy. Mm-hmm. They under- it's one of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They understand you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Love that. Love that. Team Kravis all the way. Team Kravis. Okay, so another thing I want to talk about, I saw this quote by Kim Cattrall. You know who she is? No, who's that? She plays Samantha in Sex and the City. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And the quote is, I don't want to be in a situation for even an hour where I'm not enjoying myself. Mm. And I retweeted it, posted it on my story, uh-huh. like felt it in my bones. <laughs> like I really like thought about that and I'm like, oh my God, yes, like truly. Like I just can't even stand doing something I'm not enjoying for like a minute. Yes. And when I was younger, that wasn't the case. I feel like, well, obviously, like, stuff you had to do for your parents, that's different. But just, like, even situations where you put yourself in, it was harder for me to, like, get myself out of it because I was in it. Yeah. Whereas now, like, I just have, like, so many boundaries and just standards that I'm just, like, so easily, like, no, I'm out of here. Right. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't like it. Yeah. Bye. No, I feel like we're so much better at communicating. And I feel like we value our time so much more. I know that's the case for me. You know what I mean? I feel like I would... I don't know. I just thought time, like you, I had all the time in the world. You know, people say you can die any minute or die any second. And it's really true. But I, I was not living my life like that, you yeah. know. And I feel like as of late, you know, the past five years, it's like I value even longer than that. Really, I'll just say the past five years, though. I value my time so much more. And I have so much less patience for people who are trying to waste it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely you know it just feels like extra disrespectful yeah why would i spend my time with you when i can be with people who value my time or i can be by my fucking self yeah, and that's, that's, even that's better, the honey. real that's the real tea <laughs> when i could be by myself yeah because like when you really start loving on yourself and like love hanging out with yourself <laughs> you could be by yourself anytime you want you know what i mean like great. it is not dependent on anyone else whether they're available like you just tell yourself i want to hang out with me and mm-hmm. you just leave <laughs> sick of this shit it's literally (laughs) the best feeling it is but when i feel like when you're younger 
it's so easy to think, okay, well, I have to do this or I have to be social or I have to be around. I have to prove that I'm this kind of person, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's like the older I'm getting, the less I give a fuck about how I'm coming off. Like I just don't want to be here. And truly, I used to have a big problem with FOMO. And I'm not saying it's all gone, but it's gotten so much better. Like I just don't have fun. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to be by myself, like probably just do what I want to do by myself. Like if I really need that alone time, I really will not feel like I'm getting FOMO because I just would rather be by myself. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like the FOMO used to be very, very real. I was scared of what people thought of me too or what people would think of me if I said I didn't want to be here anymore to be honest with you I know that sounds silly but I was like yeah how you're perceived yeah like I didn't want people to be mad at me or like what if they start saying no you can't go like then what you know what I mean like I would have had to stand up even more or I would have completely bucked down you know what I mean and I feel like when I was younger and afraid I didn't necessarily want to do that you know so I was like I'll just sit here until the end when we are politely supposed to leave and then I'll be like, I'm never going back ever again, you know? Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, before I was really scared of what other people would think of me too in that situation and how I would be coming off to them and now I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. (laughs) So I wanted to ask you, since Libra season is, you know, obviously coming to an end, I wanted to think of a way we can honor (laughs) their season for one last moment. And what is one quality that we should take from Libras that all like all the signs can like embody? All the signs should embody a little bit more and embrace a little bit more. (laughs) I'm feeling the (laughs) accent. Yes. Okay. Well, obviously there's a lot of qualities everyone needs to pick up from Libras. Yeah. Truly. Truly. Like, because they <laughs> will fake it till they make it. And they always make it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, but if I had to pick one, I would say people need to learn to be better communicators. Oh, my gosh, like, yes. Like, truly. Um, the older I'm getting, the more I realize adults just don't know how to communicate. And mm-hmm. I was so stupid to ever think that as that soon work. as you become an adult, you're just like perfect all the time. And you're just a great communicator and you stand up for the right things. And you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and like you work hard. And you know, like people are not like that. And yeah, I feel like Libras just always hear other people out. And they always give you a chance to speak and, like, make your case. And they always come from, like, this middle ground of trying to understand both sides. It's easier to communicate with people that see both sides, to Mm -hmm. be honest with you. It makes you feel more comfortable to express yourself. Exactly. And, on yeah, honestly, that's my favorite. That's my point about them, too. I feel like conflict resolution goes hand in hand with communication. Like, Libras who are vibrating at their highest, you know, potential, like, they are very calm and very stressful situations and having good communication is why they get you know what I mean why they can be so calm like they're very clever and like charismatic and I want people to be maybe a little bit more clever when they talk and do you know (laughs) like it sounds so sweet when a Libra says it it's true I really (laughs) yeah I just want people to to say what they want to say but just learn how to say it yeah you know and Libras know how to do that like they 
can say something that maybe someone else said that offended you, but the way Libra says it, you will actually be able to hear them out because of the way they presented this information to you. Mm -hmm. Like you can't help but kind of trying to understand where they're coming from because they were so respectful when they said it to you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that. And you probably fucked up a lot of opportunities because again, you were reactionary and Libras are not reactionary. Yeah, they definitely wait <laughs> to make their decision. We have all their options. Yeah. And I feel like Libras truly understand, you know, you catch more flies with honey. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or whatever that saying is. Like, they know that sometimes you got to play on people's, like, emotions a little bit to get what you want sometimes. And I feel like, you know, in certain situations, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people don't... E- some people think they're entitled to get what they want without even being nice. You no, know what it's I mean? True. No, so it's, it's like, true. can you even <laughs> can be you, mad at Libra for getting what they want by being nice? You right. Know? No, you can't. No, you're so right. Some people are just straight up assholes and are yelling like, give me yeah. this, give me that. At least Libra makes you feel comfortable. Right. <laughs> Look at us making Libra's case. <laughs> Another thing actually I want to say that people should learn from Libras is <laughs> – Like, when you – this is going to be something random, but, like, when you go places, like, and you're with someone and you have other people there that – and they haven't met, Libra's really a good middleman. Yeah. Libra's a great middleman. Libra is always introducing people in social settings. Libra's always making people feel comfortable that maybe don't know each other. They're always building these bridges between people, and I wish more people knew how to do that because a lot of times people are very awkward. I'm going to be honest. And I feel like – Libra is always the one making everyone feel comfortable and like other people should get good at that. That's a good skill to have. Like when you go somewhere, introduce whoever you brought to other people. Like, I guess what I'm really trying to say is have some manners. How about that? (laughs) Right. Refer back to our how to date a Libra video. Have some fucking manners. Just have some manners, please. (laughs) Because Libra has all the manners manners. in the world. They're going to show up nice. They're going to be nice. Uh huh. They're going to keep it cute no matter how crazy you're talking to them. You know? Oh, which I hate that. I hate that people talk to Libras any way they want. I know. Because sometimes people really do be taking advantage of Libra. Yeah, but it's okay. Once Libra just taps into that sister sign energy, gets a little bit of that Martian power from Aries, it's yep. game on. Uh huh. And once Aries gets a little bit of that Venusian energy from Libra and talks a little nice. <laughs> It's on. That's why we love Cardi B. Exactly. (laughs) All right, lovely people. So if you're here from YouTube, then you would know that we pose questions in our YouTube videos that we discuss here on the podcast. Are you ready for our first question, Maya? Yeah. All right. So Yes, I am birthday girl. Oh. (laughs) Birthday week girl. All right, so for our YouTube video, we did a Libra moment where we basically discuss our favorite Libra celebrities, fictional characters, you know, just energies. And from that video, we pulled the question of what do you love the most about Libra energy? So, Maya, let us know. I love how friendly Libras are and not even just friendly just like kind of like we were saying earlier they make you feel so comfortable in any situation even if they're bringing you in somewhere new or if you brought that Libra in somewhere new you know what I mean like I always joke Libra is a perfect wedding date like you could probably bring them to a funeral and they would still be charismatic and charming (laughs) you know and I think that is 
a really lovable and amazing quality because not everybody can kind of go with the flow and have a nice pleasurable smile and make you feel uncomfortable even when they know like this is kind of awkward but I it's okay you know (laughs) because let's be real Libra feels the tension and the awkwardness and the anger and all those emotions too but they just do a really good job of being like it's okay they have the best brave face (laughs) they They really really do. do yeah honestly like that literally ties into what I said too I said you know just how relatable they are and how much their relatability makes me feel safe and peaceful in my relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Libra sibling. I have Libra coworkers. I have Libra placement friends. And I feel like Libras just make me feel so safe whenever I'm around them. Like I feel like they're never going to put me in a situation where I'm uncomfortable or where I feel surprised um, they're always thinking about how this this day is going to go. You know what I mean? Like they're always thinking about what are the best decisions to make to make this day peaceful. Yeah. You know, and again, it goes back to that point of communication. Like they are such great communicators. So I'll always know where I stand with them too. Mm-hmm. And I love too that if you are ever in a tough situation, like again, Libras who are vibrating at their highest potential – have no problem like standing up for you too, being like, oh, like you don't like this? Well, let's go. Justice, baby. You know, like, like seriously, uh-uh, the I don't scales, like that. <laughs> they hate it when shit is not fair. Right. You know, like that's, yeah, I love that about them too. Like they, we <laughs> will always talk about things that we feel like are unjust. And it could be as little as like, you know what I mean? Someone talking funny to your friend or like actually the law. You know, mm-hmm. they really feel this passion to like for, to like stand up for people. And I love that. And I feel like they're so courageous in that way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, I'm just proud of my Libra Mercury and my Libra Stellium and my side real astrology because uh-huh. I feel like it gives me that power to like speak up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like also your Libra moon needs a shout out too because – Libra moons in general, and I have the pleasure of being best friends with one. They have you guys have that energy of taking care of people's emotions and making them feel safe. You know how I said with Libra energy in general, people make you feel safe. With you guys, it's emotions. Y'all really just know how to make people feel safe emotionally, and I know that comes from a place of feeling, a feeling like you always have to take care of people's emotions growing up, and it's sad that that's where you guys learned that skill to always coddle other people's emotions. But obviously I feel like when you guys do the work as adults and like learn to have boundaries, that part of you still really shines with the close relationships in your life. You guys really know how to take care of other people's emotions. And I love that about you. Yeah. I feel like Libras, I mean, thank you so much. That's so sweet. I feel like Libras really do just, they love partnership. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And if like their partner's sad, they want to make them, be cool, like whether your partner, friend, whatever it may be. Yeah, you, like, want make, make, you want to make them feel at peace. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Libras can often be viewed, or like, I don't know, often be viewed, but I feel like Libras can kind of, like they're always rooting for the underdog, you know what I mean? And some people may even see them as an underdog because it's like, oh, I may not be the strongest or like the loudest person, but they they have a very strong resilience. Yeah, I love that they're always willing to fight for an underdog. Absolutely. And honestly, if you really think about it, a lot of people 
think that leaders are supposed to be these people that like step on other people's toes and like they take what they want with force and they, you know, yell over you. Like those are the most powerful people, right? But Libra shows you that like, okay, you may not take me seriously because I'm not talking over you, but I definitely will be someone in a position of power at some point. Right. And you will see, even though I'm not the loudest person in the room. Mm-hmm. And they're that they're those silent killers. Mm-hmm. I I really think so. They're moving and shaking, dealing and slanging <laughs> behind closed Absolutely. doors, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Ten times faster than probably you are too. Yeah. And I mean, listen, we're like sucking Libra's dick right now. I know. <laughs> Some Libras, yeah, y'all need to watch out. You know what I mean? You just can't be playing people with your charismatic ways oh, either. For sure. Like don't y'all say you're gonna do something people, if you're you know, if you're not. Right. Because Libra's been making some empty promises. Oh, for sure. We've been manipulating people. We know which strings to pull. (laughs) Politicians. We know how to make people feel good. (laughs) Okay, so our next topic from YouTube. We gave you our six top tips on, like, mental health and how we help, like, reprioritize our mental health. So from that, we pulled the question, what's your number one tip and why is that one prioritized? Yes. Oh my God. I'm sure this is going to change every year, but currently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my number one is not judging myself. Mm. Um, I find a lot of my value in being hyper productive. Um, I think I get it from my mom and just being an immigrant and just feeling like I have a lot to prove. Even when I literally tell myself it's time to take a break, I'm like, but couldn't I be bettering myself? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> And, like, that's kind of really annoying. Like, I kind of feel sorry for me. I do. Not, like, on some victim shit, like, feel sorry for me. But, you know, me for me, I'm like, why am I like this? Mm -hmm. Like, why don't I think that I deserve time to do nothing Mm -hmm. or to do stupid shit? Um, And, yeah, I just feel like I really want to let go of that guilt so my body does actually have the chance to heal when I'm taking a break. Yeah. You know, I don't know about you guys, like... I don't know if it's because I have an air moon and an air er, 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 and an air and an air Mercury, but I feel like I'm in my head analyzing myself a lot. Even if I'm doing something like you know what I mean, pointless, like watching TV or whatever, I'm still thinking about myself a lot and like how I'm coming off. Am I being the best version of myself? Like who am I? Why haven't I found my purpose yet? Like all these like crazy thoughts since I was like young. Yeah. And that shit's so tiring, and I feel I feel how much of a toll it takes on my mental health and how I can maybe just have started my day wonderfully, but because I start overthinking like this, I feel like I need a break. Yeah. You know? It's a lot. Yeah. No, I feel like I go through the same thing. It's so hard. It's really freaking hard when you are breaking to be like, it's really time to break, and you deserve this break, and don't think about jack shit. Like, don't think about jack shit. Don't look at your phone even. You know what I mean? Like, I just let it go. And to, I feel like, yeah, it's the hardest thing to not guilt trip yourself. It's definitely something that I'm, a theme I'm working on this year too. It's like, I deserve this break. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I feel like we were talking the other day. I don't know why I feel like I have to work all the time. Maybe it is all the reasons you just listed. Like, I feel like it's our capitalist society. I feel like my, my family maybe didn't. I, I want to make up for something that they didn't have, you know. But either way, we deserve a break. Whatever 
a person's reason is that they need a break. You deserve a break. Like, we don't need a reason. You know <laughs> what I all. mean? Like, I wish we would understand that and everyone would understand that. Like, you deserve a break for just being a human. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, you're tired, take a break. But because of society's expectations and the expectations we have on ourselves, you know, from our childhood, I feel like it. we just find every reason to make ourselves feel like we're not worthy of one. Yeah. Ugh. And that's just so not fair and so not cool, you know? Everyone deserves breaks. Everyone. Mm-hmm. And we're enough as we are. Like, you don't need to work X amount of hard to finally deserve a break. You know? <sighs> yeah. Like, you deserve like... a break <sighs> no matter what. Yeah. Because I feel like the fucked up thing, too, is, like, when we're working so hard, who are we really breaking our backs for? You know what I mean? For, for most people, they don't appreciate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, my God. You know what I just also thought about is that, like, trigger warning, I'm going to talk about mental health. So if this is something you don't want to hear, like, skip over. But, like, sometimes I feel like when I feel depressed or, like, really anxious and it's during a break, I tell myself, okay, well, like, this is still my break time, so I got to go back to doing what I was doing even though I'm depressed right now. And I feel like I want to get better at, like, telling myself, even though I was on a break, like, I wasn't really resting. Like, I was actually having a really depressive few days or, like, my anxiety was through the roof. I need a break from that. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Because, yes, it takes time. It's work to process your feelings. I feel like people really don't talk about that enough and how hard it is to get over your emotional and obviously physical trauma too, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. especially emotional trauma. Like, you don't see those scars as much. But, like, it is just as tiring to have to work through that pain. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Ugh. And honestly, like, it's just so easy to distract yourself from it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you do have that time to take a break, it's like, is it really a break? Or are all these feelings that I was suppressing while I was working coming back? And now I need to deal with those before I can actually have a real break where I actually relax. Yeah. Oh! Uh, but capitalism said, you don't got time for either one of those breaks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they said, nah. <laughs> for real. Fuck. Yeah. I feel like my, fr- my number one point, in a way in my mind it kind of ties to yours because – I feel like since I have been working full time again in the pandemic, the first year in the pandemic, I didn't have a job, you guys. And it was a really great experience, to be honest with you. It was like my number one blessing in disguise. But now I'm like getting back into this summer thing camp. where. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I would tell Maya. I'm like, Maya, just pretend it's summer camp. <laughs> you're an adult summer camp. <laughs> and your was, best life. It was really great. It really was. Um, and you know, this year has been absolutely great too. I I'm fortunate to have a good job, but there are definitely times where I feel like I'm just waking up and going to bed and on the grind and on the grind of like job, creative job, go be with my boyfriend. Like I'm like a robot doing, going through the motions of Mm -hmm. what I have to do, you know? So. Planned out schedule. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I feel like the number one thing for me really is making sure I make time for myself in the morning. Yeah. Because that really does help me set the tone for the rest of my day to make decisions for myself. Mm-hmm. And I really think that's why it's so important. It's like if I did it once in the the beginning of the day, like I'm setting the pattern, I'm setting the tone, you know, and I can say, no, I need to do this for me, you know? Yeah. Um, And I've realized on the days where I 
I maybe don't do yoga or I don't go on my morning walk or I don't listen to my favorite song and just dance it out like I really do have shittier days you know and like it can bleed into the next day if I don't actively say like okay you know what maybe you need to do something in the night too and then when you wake up in the morning you gotta do something for yourself then too yeah because you're clearly neglecting yourself and some days you need more of those you know what I mean or you need it to be longer because a lot of feelings are coming up or whatever right and like I love that because it's honestly, again, like living with intention. Like you don't just decide you're doing this and because you decide you're doing it, it's going to be easy to do it every day. Like you have to tell yourself, hey, remember, we like this. I have to do this for myself. You're doing it with intention every day. Yes. I I just really want people to understand that because people that, you know what I mean, make that time for themselves all the time. It, it doesn't just come easy. Right. To us, like we make ourselves do it. Kind of like working out. You know what I mean? Like people say like, it's not like you want to work out, but like you tell yourself I have to. So you find that discipline. Mm -hmm. It's the same kind of discipline that you have to have for self-care activities. You tell yourself I have to do it and you do do it. Yeah. And I feel like here's the other thing too. (laughs) You do do it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like sometimes, and I've definitely fallen victim to this, you do it for a little while and you're like, oh yeah, I'm getting into a rhythm and I feel good. So I don't need to, I don't need to keep doing it. Oh like, yeah. You started to feel the results uh, yeah. and then you fall back into a bad pattern. Yeah, literally. And same thing. Like, with, again, it's the same thing as working out. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, because then when you fall off again, then you have to feel shitty again to what? Get back on the wagon? No. Yeah. Why don't you just really kind of sometimes, yeah, force yourself to do it because you know. It's for the better. Yeah. Honestly, the days where you feel like you're forcing yourself is probably when you the really days you should need do it. it. You know, yeah, absolutely. Remember that thing I read that was like, <laughs> meditate for five minutes a day. And if you don't have time to meditate for five minutes a day, meditate for thirty minutes a day. Yes, <laughs> like, I love that quote because it's so true. Like, if you're like, yeah, I got time for that, perfect. If you're like, I don't got even five minutes. Oh my god, you are so far gone, and you need to make some time for yourself yes you need even more time then absolutely because Mm. oh my god you don't have your priorities straight like truly yes we all just need to figure out like what we want out of our days every day and stop living like robots like at the end of the day we are in control of our lives Mm -hmm. and i know some people have more freedom than others when it comes to their daily schedules but you have to start somewhere Mm -hmm. you know what i mean And maybe when you do prioritize that self-care time, you'll have this motivation to take steps to change your daily routine. Yeah. Apply for a better job. You want to work from home? Figure out how you're going to do that. You want to change industries? Figure out how you want to do that. You want to go back to school? Figure out how you want to do that. You want to start working out? Add it to your schedule. It all starts with that discipline for Mm self-care. It, you know, brings you back to yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of something we were talking about earlier. Like, time is the most important thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And think about how you're filling up your time. Who are you filling up your time with? What are you filling up your time with? Yeah, it's the one thing you really don't get back, you guys. You know? Let's be more selfish with it. Hell yeah. Our time and our energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, y'all, on that note, we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Make sure you share with your friends. If you did, leave us a review on Apple or Spotify podcast, wherever it is you're listening to us from. 
We love you guys so, so much. We Subscribe post- to us on YouTube. Yes. Charmed A-N Dangerous on there and on Instagram as well. We post every Wednesday for our podcast and every Monday and Thursday for our YouTube. Are y'all ready for Scorpio season? Yeah. Get those leather pants out. Let's yes, go. Yes, honey. I want to see you in <laughs> Let's all get black. Let's get sexy. Yes. <laughs> we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>